So this is Delina Wynn. Hey guys. Hey, she is a model, a signed model to an agent. She had her first feature film released just a couple weeks ago, Monster Force Zero, available mm -hmm. anywhere. And you were just in like a National Dutch Bros commercial. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. Um, I got contacted by actually two guys that I actually went to film school with, Josh Birdsell and Troy Pierce. They asked me to uh, be one of the female leads in this commercial. It's a really cute commercial. There's a cute husky in it. And the commercial is actually promoting um, the Dutch Bros drink Camp Out, which is really tasty. But yeah, it's all over social media now. It's a really cute commercial. Nice. So I know that social media and like Instagram modeling, it's, it's still very much new, but it's becoming a really popular. And I know you've had a lot of success with it, a lot of followers, a lot of engagement within a community. And so I just want to know if you have any advice for other women who are hoping to put themselves out there, or collaborate with other photographers. Well, nowadays, it's actually really easy connecting with other uh, photographers and models to work with locally. I mean, there's how I started was getting invited to a Facebook group called Sunday Night Meets. Um, and that's just what started it. That's how I started networking with other really cool people. And ever since then, it's just, I guess, just launched since then. Like, <laughs> it's just been kind of easy for me. Um, I just, I mean, honestly, I am one of those people who have really bad social anxiety. I mean, speaking here right now is making me a little nervous, but it's it's exciting. Could you tell me more about getting out of your comfort zone then? Because I, I know you were saying you have a lot of problems with anxiety and just putting yourself out there. So how do you overcome? I just, I knew I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to create anything or meet anyone if I just, didn't step up. I would I would be so stagnant, being so bored, doing nothing. I knew I had to do something. I had to push myself. If I wanted to start modeling, if I wanted to build a recognition that I think I, that I wanted, I knew I had to step out. So I kind of just built up the courage just to like, just go. I, um, I mean, I kind of believed in myself. I know I got a certain look and a style and I knew, I guess I just believed in myself a little bit as well. It like, matters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially when you have the look and everything and you're able to build a community, uh, you know, gauging on people's posts and liking on them. That plays a big role in sort of it's a gaining lot your of own work. community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of the community is to meet people, but to support each other as well. Um, and it's like everyone who I work with, I'm constantly inspired every day by what people produce, like the content they produce every day. I'm completely inspired. And, they, everyone deserves some hype, you know? Everyone deserves the love. And when you do that, you're actually building recognition for yourself. You're letting these people know that you are also in the community or that you want to be a part of the community. So when you're saying, like, they deserve the hype, you mean, like, they deserve for you to go on their page and like their stuff and comment on it and share it. You're saying They deserve the right. engagement, especially if the content they're producing is awesome and original, authentic, raw, like... These people deserve the love. They need. They deserve attention. So is that how you choose the photographers you work with then? Do you sort of just look at their Instagrams and their Facebooks and think, wow, like I'm just in awe at their art? Exactly. I look for authenticity. I look for creativity. Um, I, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking for originality because I know, especially with Instagram, uh, there's a lot of concepts that just 
become really trendy. Um, so I kind of look for people who go outside of that a little bit. Yeah. How do you, how do you work on a concept then? I know we're earlier, we we're talking about the Billie Eilish concept. Hey, have you shoot today? What, 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 what's your shoot today? So yes, I'm obsessed with Billie Eilish <laughs> and I, I always have a hard time looking for concepts, but what, what helps me is, you know, I look up music videos because it, music videos, especially they, um, they kind of don't go by the rules. They're always so abstract when it comes to ideas. I definitely think that music videos are probably one of the last places for true visual storytelling. Yeah, exactly. And Billie Eilish, she's that's why I love her because she's just so different and she embraces it. She's just so cool. Um, but anyway, so the concept for the photo shoot tonight is uh, based off her music video, um, Crown. And there's a scene in that music video where she's being attacked by these hands. These hands just come out of nowhere. And they're, like, pushing her. They're pulling her. They're pulling her hair. Um, and I, I just suddenly got inspired by, wait, this could be a cool photo shoot. Like, what if I put my own twist to it, of course? So what I'm going to do tonight, I had to find three other models that I can use their hands. So they're basically going to be my hand models tonight. And I have the photographer. His name is John Strophis. And so this is going to be a bigger, right. this is going to be a big collaboration. It's what, five people total. So this is like my first big, bigger collaboration, but, um, hopefully I can pull it off. I'm a little nervous. That's really cool. And so uh, beside music videos or anywhere else, like do you pull from your own imagination in terms of like concepts or do other photographers come to you with really cool ideas? All the time. Photographers come with me, come to me with cool ideas. Actually yesterday <laughs> I had a photographer ask me if I wanted to shoot in a lamp store <laughs> to do portrait style. And it was fun. I was nervous, though, because, you know, I'm like, what if we get kicked out? And then he was like, no, we just we just got to ask people and they'll be fine. And we literally just asked the people who work there and like, yeah, as long as you don't shoot other people or like other customers, you can. Yeah, just have fun with it. And we did. We killed it. We got some really cool shots. Um, well, shooting. So you shoot everywhere then. What's what's one of the weirder places you've shot? You know, he said <laughs> a lamp store. Oh gosh, weirder places. I mean, I've shot in garages, uh, a lot in the mountains a lot. I mean, in Colorado, you got to take advantage of the outdoors. So definitely there. Um, I don't know. I've, I mean, <laughs> I think the lamp store was one of the crazy. Oh wait, actually, no, I shot in a mattress store. <laughs> mattress store. Before. Just um, like a Tempur-Pedic store or a something. A Tempur-Pedic <laughs> store. Yeah, they got good lighting in there. You'd be surprised. Uh, a rug store, playing with <laughs> rugs as your, your backdrop. Just wherever you can. Honestly, right. that's the cool part about photography is like you can make anything, anywhere, anyone just look so beautiful. You just gotta, you just gotta play with it. So let's let me talk to you about Monster Four Zero for a little bit. It was your first feature, just released a little bit ago. Uh, tell me, tell me about your your role in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so this movie is is really cool it's actually um it revolves around cosplayers and comic-con and it just explores that whole subculture of people who um are huge fans of you know superheroes or furries um but anyway my character uh her name's chloe cadabra and she 
it's how do I say this? It's basically a movie about a whole bunch of cosplayers and their superpowers come to life to save the world from a space rex. And my character, space she's really rex? cool. Yes. Space T Rex. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a scientific name for this Rex, but <laughs> I don't remember, and I don't want to spoil it anyway. Um, but my character is really cool. I swear she's like the baddest bitch ever. Um, <laughs> but she has telekinetic powers. She can unlock doors. She can um, she can fly. <laughs> she can do a lot of really really cool things. That's awesome. What about what about being that character? Did you find really exciting? I mean, personally, I related to this character a lot. She, um, she's definitely more introverted, um, and she she would never ever go to Comic Con and be a cosplayer. She's doing it just to be a part of something. She is doing it to get out of her comfort zone and. She's discovering herself through the whole process, through the whole adventure, and I can see myself doing that even now. That's awesome. And what, what were her powers? <laughs> uh, she has telekinetic powers. Wow. Yeah. And where, where is this movie available? Where can people find it? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's online. It's streaming everywhere. You can watch it on Amazon Prime, YouTube, Vudu, uh, nice. Video On Demand. Yeah. <laughs> What, so uh, it was kind of a low-budget movie, right? And they filmed it in Colorado. Definitely. What would you, what would you say it was like working on a lower-budget set and like working with a team of people who are just really impassioned about what they do? I just feel like low-budget has nothing to do with it. I, I mean, we, ha we were lucky enough to know and have a lot of connections with equipment, um, with lighting. I mean, you'd be surprised what small LED lights can do for oh, yeah. a movie. Um, it didn't feel low budget at all. It's not a knock either. I think uh, when you make, especially a feature film on a low budget, it's really hard and really difficult. Yeah. You're working on a completely different set of rules than a Hollywood set would that's or, true. you know, a, a guild set would. And yeah, that's why I said that the people really have to be passionate, you know, because oh, they're doing absolutely. it for passion. And that's a, that's, uh, that's why I love this movie so much was because it was made with love. It was made with um, so much drive and people just wanting to put something out there for others to see, others to relate to. And that's what's so powerful about Monster Force Zero. I mean, there's not a lot of movies out there that explore that kind of uh, subculture. So, yeah. That's true. So you just also got signed to a talent agency, a modeling agency, right? Just recently, yes. And I had my first paid shoot <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and that was really cool. The agency I just signed to is called Goldie Mae Productions. It's a smaller agency, local here in Colorado, but it's great. They're great people. Nice. Could you tell me about the process of looking for agents, uh, you know, filling out the forms, choosing which ones you, you think are good, which ones you think you shouldn't take? Um, well, I, I kind of just, I knew I wanted to be a part of an agency just because I knew it would help me grow as a model. Um, so I kind of just looked for agencies that I knew, I guess, that kind of cater to models, um, with diversity. I'm Vietnamese American. And so I was looking for agencies that kind of have a more 
diverse group of models. Um, so I was looking at Wilhemia, I was looking at Leak and Talent, um, but Goldie Mae stood out to me because I actually know a couple of their models already, and they love working with them. So it's kind of like a little me, family. Tell me about the process of actually finding um, them. Yeah, so <laughs> I had to build my portfolio. Um, I had to find this website to uh, put my photos out there, and and then I had to... <laughs> ask my boyfriend to uh, measure do body measurements for me because they they ask for that too and and then you kind of just like send a link of your portfolio and your measurements and hope for the best <laughs> I know that uh did you get like response from like some agencies that you didn't want to take yes this one agency uh, reached out to me and they were like, we love you. We love your look. We want to move forward with you. We just want you to pay this amount mm -hmm. for a certain photographer or this amount for a portfolio. And it was just an excessive amount of money they were asking me for versus Goldie Mae, who didn't ask me to pay for anything. And so that's that was a red flag for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this sounds like a scam. So there, there's there's agency, fake agencies like that out there, so you just yeah. gotta look out for them. Gotta and I, I definitely almost fell for it. Right. So tell me about posing as well. So I know that that's definitely like a, it's like a, it's like a skill that's hard to hard to do. You know, just posing. You you wouldn't think about it, but to be natural in mm -hmm. like a statue type state, you know, for a second or two. I've even seen videos of like professional models who are like whip through poses in seconds and as the camera's clicking, you know? Yeah, and that's honestly what makes you, or that what that's what makes a great model is being able to have flow with your poses. And it depends on the shoot too, you know, like sometimes I have fashion shoots where I'm not just posing to look good, I'm posing to make the clothes look good or the jewelry look good. Um, if I'm having a portrait style shoot, then I'm making sure my expressions are on point, whether I'm playing with my eyes, my mouth. Um, or sometimes you, they photographers, they just ask you to play with it. And I think me being an actor helps with my poses, you know, because then I'm like telling a story with my body or I'm telling a story with my expressions on my face. And and that's I think that's why I became so popular in the communities, because uh, I just have fun with it. I don't know. It's kind of natural. It just comes natural. So photography, you're not really like pretending to be someone else like you would if you're acting. But would you would would you think that you are sort of being somebody else, or you're pretending to be someone else when you're like uh, you know taking photos and modeling as you would if you were acting behind a cinematic camera? Uh, am I pretending to be someone else? Uh, or is it like a persona you're wearing? I honestly, I think that's it. I think I just have multiple personas because every shoot is different. Um, and everyone's trying to capture a different emotion or, you know, a different theme of the shoot. So I kind of just, I think of poses that follow these themes or concepts. Like, for example, um, I did uh, a Halloween shoot, you know, so I'm like posing very in very like mutated poses or like you know zombie like poses um because you're not going to be like super cute and pretty with the halloween shoe you know you want to be kind of like demented so like even with your eyes like you play with that too 
Do you prepare? Do you prepare for that in any kind of way? Like if you say I have a Halloween shoot coming, maybe you like watch like The Exorcist or something. (laughs) (laughs) I, that's one thing I do a lot actually. I study other models. Mm. I study other photographers. I see what kind of poses they do because you could do so, you could be so different with poses. There's just so many things you can do. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely practice in the mirror a lot. <laughs> and, uh, when someone throws a concept at me, I kind of like look up those concepts and see what I can do personally, how I can personalize the shoe with my unique poses or with my unique expressions. Or sometimes I even bring props or, um, you know, I bring three different outfits just to really make the shoot come alive. That yeah. way we have options for them, for them. How do you, how do you stand out? like on people's feeds because like you were saying they're so it's gaining in popularity instagram modeling is and so these fads and there's trends and of mm-hmm. con- different concepts come and go uh what for so one how do you stand out and two what's your like favorite trend that's popped up while you've been doing this how I stand out? Oh gosh, I, it feels so weird talking about myself because you know I don't I don't want to sound right. arrogant or conceited, but I mean you have a lot of followers. You have like sixteen thousand yeah. something followers. I think what makes me stand out, I I've had a lot of models tell me that I have so many expressions in my photos, and uh, I think that makes me stand out. I just have different looks, and honestly, that's what I'm still learning and growing as a model and I feel like what makes me different is the fact that I can pull off so many looks I mean I do portrait style I do fashion I do nude photography as well um what's that like doing doing nude photography and just really bearing yourself out to the world (laughs) I mean (laughs) I I love it I I just feel so comfortable with my body and I just embrace it and obviously people can see that too they can see how confident I am with my body and they can I I go to the gym you know so like I have a very fit body as well so that that helps um but just the fact that I'm so comfortable with it people like working with people who are confident and comfortable with their body because when you when you when you're not, it, it shows. The camera sees that. Right. You know? And you were you weren't always super confident with your body. I wasn't. I I still battle with insecurity all the time. But this this whole modeling thing, acting thing, and meeting all kinds of people, it's actually helped my confidence and helped me ba- like overcome this insecurity because it's like you know like. You're not so bad. You're doing okay. You're all right. <laughs> well, you 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 weren't always you you always kind of did some modeling, right? <laughs> you talk about your high school modeling. Oh gosh, your, your my scene days. my scene days. Yes, yeah. I was a scene queen in high school. Um, <laughs> if you Google Miss Hollywood Ecstasy, you'll see my old photos. Yeah. So yeah, I guess like as a kid, I just. I loved playing with the camera. Um, I used to make stupid videos on YouTube, but that's what that's what gained me some popularity was YouTube back in the day. Yeah, MySpace. MySpace. Oh my gosh! See, that was a thing. So I guess that's where it started. MySpace. I created a whole different persona. Miss Hollywood Ecstasy. She's this confident. She loves hardcore music. She had spiky hair, red hair. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's what started it. That's what uh, got me into acting and modeling in the first place. I guess was when I was sixteen, and I created this whole this whole different person. Why do you think you did that? Um. 
I guess, to express myself. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. And so this was a way for me to express myself to someone who wanted to see it, you know, for it was nice getting the attention and it was it was just fun being this different person who spoke to other people, I guess. Did anyone from your school know that you were doing that? <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Um, I grew a lot of haters. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, that's what sucks, though, is because, like, all I ever wanted was uh, to be noticed or even admired just a little bit because I didn't have any, I didn't have anyone. I was always bullied. And, and when they did, they did, when they found out that I was doing that, they, they were like, I definitely got made fun of for it. But you know what? I didn't stop because nope. I loved it. And there was other people around the world who who appreciated what I was doing. They liked what I was doing. They liked seeing me grow. I still have people find me on Instagram even, and they're like, are you Miss Hollywood Ecstasy? And I'm like, yes, that's me. They were like, I'm, I loved you. I was a fan of yours since, since you came out on MySpace. <laughs> and that means so much to me that right. I spoke to someone that I don't even know, but they liked it. And honestly, that's what I'm fighting for, and that's what I'm still fighting for. Yeah, isn't that crazy that someone years ago saw your stuff and liked it and now they find you again and they're like wow you know it's almost yeah. like you grew up with them a little bit exactly yeah. exactly and honestly i i feel so lucky and blessed and i will never take that kind of support for granted it means everything and that's what i'm do that's what i'm doing it for Right. So you took, so you, you took everything you learned with your Miss Hollywood ecstasy days and your scene days <laughs> yeah. and how you really, you, cause you did, you built a community on MySpace and YouTube and then you took that knowledge that you gained and transitioned it into the modern time. I guess so. Yeah. I, I guess I did. I, I never really thought of it that way. <laughs> I mean, what is it? What was it like? Were you building a community in the same way that you're building a community now? Like on MySpace, would you go and interact and engage with people's pages? Absolutely. I feel like everyone who I've met in the community, I think we're all doing the same thing. We all just want to express ourselves and hopefully someone out there understands our art. You know, hopefully someone out there understands the content we're producing. And I'm all about I'm all about supporting others, especially people who are share the same passion as me, because you know what? It's not easy. And not everyone is going to understand what you're producing or what you're putting out there. But as long as someone can or does, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So do you, you mostly focus on Instagram now then, right? Yes, I I'm mainly focusing on Instagram. It's Instagram has definitely turned into a little marketing tool for me. I kind of use it as my advantage. I uh, I use it for my, I guess, self-branding. Mm -hmm. And w so what would you call your, your brand right now? Like, how would you define what your brand is? Oh, gosh, I'm still trying to figure that out, right. to be honest. Um, so far, it's just me um, trying to... Be a versatile model. Um, and also, I'm trying to push out there, especially between women, how instead of bringing each other down through jealousy or your own insecurity to support each other, because we're all doing the same thing. And uh, if anything, we should be bringing each other up 
you know, us supporting each other to be ourselves, to not be afraid of being ourselves, um, empower each other, you know. And I feel like sometimes there's women out there who bring other women down for their own personal Not just reason. women, just men, anybody in general, you know. For sure, for sure. People yeah. get competitive and they want to, they feel that bringing other people down somehow helps their own stance, you know. Yeah, and that's, that sucks, it you does. know. And especially for other artists, I feel like the most important thing is to support each other because we're not alone, you know. Yeah. Did you ever have anything crazy happen on the photo set or on, on the movie? Did you ever have anything crazy happen on the movie? On the movie? <laughs> or a photo shoot? Oh, gosh. Um, I've had so many experiences. I know when we were making the movie, and this was actually, this will be mentioned in the behind the scenes uh, footage. Uh, but while we were filming a movie, the fire alarm goes off because <laughs> the fire alarm goes off and the fire trucks come only because we were playing with the smoke machine or I guess the fog machine. <laughs> the fog, we got a little too carried away with the fog machine. So that put us on a huge delay making that scene. <laughs> You'll know what scene it is too when you watch it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Any any other takeaways you have from like being a feature film or modeling on Instagram? I've learned that when you become completely vulnerable in front of an audience or whether you're in completely vulnerable in front of, in front of friends, it's it's scary, but that's where the art is coming from, you know? And so just the biggest thing I learned is that vulnerability is is not a weakness. It's definitely a strength. It can be hard to do that, though. Oh, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard because... And what's stopping you? You're, you're afraid of what people are going to think of you. You're afraid of people maybe laughing at you, trying to push it. But honestly... It's the best. It's as it, it once you overcome that fear, it's the most rewarding experience you'll ever have. Well, how they, how how would you tell say someone to really sort of start getting out of their comfort zone? Like, what's the first step where someone is like, you know, they spend ten hours a day behind their computer watching TV, and then they, that's just where they stay. They don't. They have no ambitions. They don't want to get out there, put their face out there. Like, what's the first yeah. step you would say to that person? Or even the first step you would say to a younger you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing is telling yourself that you're great. I think it's loving yourself. I think a lot of people who are afraid to get out of that comfort zone don't think they're worthy or don't think they're value enough or that they, they don't have anything to put out there. But really... That's just your self-doubt. That's your. That's just your insecurity talking. You know, like you really just got to tell yourself that you are amazing. You gotta. You gotta give yourself that love, yeah. and then once you do that, it's easy. It's right. so easy to know. Once you know your worth, once you know your value, it's so easy to put yourself out there. I feel like uh, self-hate is kind of trendy right now, though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right, especially this year, yeah, especially you know, this where year. like you're completely uh, secluded <laughs> from society, right? Um, but that's why Instagram is so big right now because, um, and maybe that's what makes it easier, like to put yourself out there too. Um, but 
it's a struggle for everyone. And I just want anyone to know who, who is dealing with that, that you're not alone. Everyone deals with insecurity and depression all the time. You just got to find that one person who can support you and go from there. Right. Even if it's from yourself, you know, even if it's from yourself. Right. But I mean, it, it is pretty trendy, like I was saying, to hate on yourself. You know, you got yeah. the whole Doomer thing going on right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that. A lot of people listen to the lo-fi hip-hop beats and drink, drinking their problems <laughs> I away. I like that channel. I that do, too. It's a good channel. I do, too. Um... But loving yourself is not easy, <laughs> you know. Like we were it's saying, if not. that's if that's the first step to getting yourself out there, that's kind of a hard first step, you know. Let me tell you something. It's not. It's not hard to love yourself. You just gotta find little things you like about yourself and go from there, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to go into a very dark place, um, but. I feel like, how do I say this? Uh, I don't. Uh, it's easy to go into a dark place, right? And yes. it's And you're, but you're also saying that it's easy to love yourself. Yes, it's also easy to love yourself. You just gotta. They're both easy. It's it's easy to get depressed and it's easy to <laughs> love yourself. I mean, I still fight. I still struggle with depression every now and then. Right. You know, where I I find something that I hate about myself, whether it's my behavior or whether it's my look. But that's that's the only person telling me that is myself, no one else. And so that's why it's like a constant battle with yourself. But once you tell yourself that or give your allow yourself to be open to being positive with who you are, then it's I swear, I swear it's easy and I swear it's worth fighting for. <laughs> Well, I think we're just about 30 minutes, so thanks, Delina. Awesome. Do you want to shout out your your, your Instagram page and yes, all your, where people I guess, can find I guess you? I'll be one of those. Uh, my Instagram handle is Delina Ecstasy. You'll find all of my cool content there. I also have a little YouTube channel where you can see some of the short films that I personally directed. Um, you can also find stuff uh, and links on my Instagram page where you can find more about Monster Force Zero. Awesome. Yeah. That's it. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for having Bye, me. Bye, Delina.